Live now? Yes. <clears throat> We're live. This is a Michael Lennon. It's Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. No, we're back tonight. We shoveled ourselves out of those snowbanks and we're back tonight. This podcast tonight is presented to you, boy, El Trace. It is uh, Margarita Week. Is that a thing? Yep, it is Mar now. The Margarita Week. Yes, and El Trace is celebrating and look at that glass. Ooh, this is Margarita Week continues till Saturday. So today's Wednesday. You got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, $8 classic, $10 flavor. Choice of blueberry, rosemary, or strawberry, or pineapple sage. Ooh. Not that you need an excuse. Altraz, open now for you. You can find them on social media. Check out their menu. You can order online or you go inside. We're in Ontario. We are open. You just bring your QR code and you're good to go. That's how it goes. Altraz on Red River Road. Welcome. Also, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Chain Art Walls and Advisory. Back this week, our RSP deadline is approaching really quick. Should you make that extra contribution? Hit that up. I want to see. Dominique did a beautiful video on this. You should follow her right now, Chain Art Wealth, on Instagram, on Facebook, and you get those inside knowledge right here from her. And you can book online your consulting session one-on-one -on -one time she breaks it all down for you and she explains everything to do you she's local right here with her team let's do your taxes she not wealth and advisory and if you had service by her as well you can leave a google review there for her that really helps with small businesses dominique she tax return 30 minutes book now before all those spots are taken she not wealth and advisory also this episode of the podcast brought to you by a float a float wellness three float tank float center open seven days a week you can pick your favorite room we all know which room is lucas favorite there is also some talk about ice barrels at a float that's the thing that's going to happen very very soon stay tuned you can book your float right now online manage your stress and reduce your pain today your experience in the flotation tank is about peace and relaxation Float weightlessly, zero, on salt, no pressure on those joints. Recovery, good for your skin. Meditate, let go, disconnect. We all been there today, maybe. You have just didn't shovel yesterday, but you shoveled today. Just go float, that's what we do. And all the benefits of the floating is on the new homepage, www.floatcanada.com slash floating. Also, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Boreal Botanical. Ooh, right from the Boreal Forest here in Canada, in Ontario. Uh, we have a lion's maiden left. We went through two cases already. All my guests are <laughs> usually trying them out. They're taking them home and they're here for you. Uh, you can buy them at a float or order online. They are 0% sugar, 0% alcohol, and they are 100% vegan in case you need to know. For all you vegans out there, no worries. It's worth a shot. We care about what people do. No, well, we care about what people who don't want to drink are drinking. Oh, Lucas knows what that means. I do not. I have no idea. I just clicked on a random post. It's Boreal Botanical. Beautiful, brewed, super tonics. Check them out right now. Follow them on social media. 
And here we go. This is episode 220. While I wait for my producer to get ready, you switch that over. Very, 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 very special episode tonight. We got guests on the studio today. It's Anna and Daniel from Head of the Lake Documentary. Please give it up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Oh, you I'm just enjoying the song. Yeah, yeah, you can talk to the music. I don't know when it stops. Remember, it's a live show. We do. Yeah. Shit happens. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna mark studio now. There you go. Yeah, studio. That's a big one. We're we, playing bingo. We're playing the Michaelator bingo by Jeff Morley. He left this behind. And Anna, you you taking this to the first time. We're playing this first time tonight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Daniel knows me all, right? So we will we will be how what is let's guess and bet <laughs> when is bingo gonna appear? It's five minutes, ten minutes, or twenty minutes. I got my money on twenty-seven minutes, forty-seven 27, seconds. Twenty-seven minutes. 20, okay. um, I would say twenty-five. Let's give it a 25? quarter of an hour. Uh, yeah. Lucas, you mark that down and you call us out. Right. I'll go for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. 30? Yeah. Okay. Thirty minutes, Daniel. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Anna. What did you say? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I said. I say sixteen minutes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's all recorded. Okay. So welcome. Uh, both of you, we met before, we had a beautiful dinner together, you invited me over, uh, we went to Bites, we had a bite to eat, and you talked to me about your life and your ideas and what's happening. That was really special to me. Thank you for that. Thank you. No, thanks to you. That yeah. was a lovely, lovely evening. Really, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. yeah. It was. Wow. And since then, how long, how much time has passed? A month or two? Over two months. Over two months. Yeah. Wow. Maybe two months and a half or so, yeah. Yeah. And about that. Yeah, yeah, but you could you good with tracing time. I'm not so much. <laughs> For me, it feels like a week or two weeks ago. That's how it feels. It feels like so much has happened. I feel like yeah. since December, we we'll, we both went on vacation, so mm -hmm. I think like yeah. that, that kind of extended time a little bit. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow, you time travelers. Yes. Feels like I love feels that. Like that. Head of the Lake Documentary. Documentary series highlighting inspiring stories from Thunder Bay, Ontario. And both of you are producers. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! That's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because both of you have very much experience as well at the same time already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do. You want to talk about that? Sure. Do you want me to start? You should you should start, definitely. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So I well we will we both met in university, we went to university in Concordia, at Concordia in Montreal. Mm. We did communication studies and uh, I went through the film production stream. Daniel did the the sound production stream. Yeah. Right? Oh. And, um, and we had collaborated in the past too. We did a couple of things together and um, life brought us both to thunder bay mm -hmm. yeah that's how it happens we all end up here uh, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. and uh, i have experience as more of a production coordinator production manager mm -hmm. i started at a company called resolution pictures in montreal it's an indigenous owned company Ooh. and um i started there uh doing uh, assistant editing mm -hmm. and uh 
just kept working and always wanted to do production. So I was very, very lucky to kind of have a mentor there that brought me into doing the production mm. work. And, uh, and yeah, after four or five years there, I moved to Thunder Bay and uh, kind of was working. I taught at the um, Remorgan School. Mm. And uh, that was interrupted by Co by COVID, and then I became a mother. Ooh, and um, after that, I thought it was the perfect time to start working on like personal projects, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah, with resolution, I did. You did something big. I, you, you did something. I did huge. a couple of things that were <laughs> good. Yeah, that were known for. Uh, with resolution, our most known works. Um, recent work is uh, Rumble the Indians Who Rock the World. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a documentary about the indigenous influence on popular music, on rock and uh, and uh, jazz and many other um, music uh, genres. Mm -hmm. And it was a winner at the Sundance Film Festival. It was winner at Hot Dogs. It won all three Canadian Screen Awards documentary um, awards. That's huge. And uh, and it was nominated for the Emmys too. Yeah. Uh, when did you When did you find that out? When we found out about the Emmys. Yeah. When? How was that? Were you some? Where, where, I was where in Thunder you? Bay already. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I was in Thunder Bay already. Oh, it wow. was nominated through PBS. So. What does um, that mean? PBS is the the public broadcaster society in mm. in the U.S. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, once it was broadcasting there, it got nominated as. Um, I believe it was a standing documentary. So somebody texted you, called you? Well, I or follow them on Instagram email? and oh, I knew from them, I mean, not only on Instagram, but on Facebook. Yeah, oh, um, I still keep very good contact with all of them. So uh, I was very excited. I was I was streaming the awards and everything and it was very exciting. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was a very it's a very big documentary. It's a very important documentary. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it was um, shown here at some point, but I was not here oh, um, like at the cineplex no it was probably at one of the festivals i think bay okay. street festival yeah. or, something oh, cool. like or fox festival festival that's one too right or box. yeah i'm all pronunciation box <laughs> festival yeah i think mm -hmm. and uh and yeah it's okay. a it's a beautiful documentary so whenever you have the chance do take a look at it i will um, that's amazing mm -hmm. and here you are now with Daniel together, two producers starting something very, very special. Yeah. Well, I have to say that in there, I actually did a bit of everything. I was uh, assistant editor at the beginning, then I did post-production coordination. I did uh, production coordination as well, and a lot of archive researching, which was a huge work. Mm. Um, documentaries do have a lot of archives that you have to like. What was your favorite part? I think my favorite part was going to the hot dogs premiere. Mm. It was the premiere in Canada. Okay. And uh, I was able to go with um, Where was it? my coworkers. No, that was in 2018, I believe, is when I went there. No, mm. 2017, around March, April 2017 oh. is when it was premiered. It premiered at Sundance and then it, the Canadian premiere was at Hot Dogs, which is in is the biggest, is the biggest, um, Documentary film festival in Canada, in, in the world, actually, I wow. think. And Where? Uh, in Toronto? In Toronto, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course, in Toronto. Yeah, okay. and I got to go to the premiere and. Uh, right downtown? Yeah, right downtown at the TIFF. Oh. Is that related to TIFF? I'm not 100% sure. 
actually. But yeah. they do Lucas have a up. lot of the. Um, oh, <laughs> they do put a lot of their documentaries there. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talks and Tiff. Double F. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Tiffany, right? That's what uh, the Toronto International Film yeah, Festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do I stream hot dogs? Do you like hot dogs though? Hot dogs, is that a good food for you? Would you eat it? I really like hot dogs. I okay. um, hot dogs. Ketchup, yeah. dried onions. What do you put on your hot dog? Ooh. Oh, that's a that's a topic for us. Coming from Venezuela, I feel like the Venezuelan hot dog culture yeah. is, is pretty strong. Oh. And absolutely different from uh, the mm. American one. Okay, tell me about it. Even from where he comes from in yeah. Venezuela is different from where I come from in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. So it's uh Yeah, you brought something very special today too, right? You brought we, we did. You want yeah. this is Santa Teresa? Yeah, Santa Teresa. Yeah. So Lara Ram from Venezuela. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And we, we we're enjoying Enjoy. some today. Oh, that's your hospitality. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. we love to share that with people, I think. It's definitely one of the best things that are made there mm -hmm. today, um, by far. It's very nice run. So, yeah. Yeah. So smooth. It is it's nice. Very smooth. Flavorful, too. Would you pair it with hot dogs? I got to bring it back to the hot dogs. Yeah, I'm really interested. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lucas is a food guy, too. I love hot dogs. Um, I think in, in Caracas, where I'm from, um, we would have them with... Yeah, exactly. So... You can see it on the screen. So mm. <laughs> we would have like pieces of like ruffles. I would get like ruffles and mash them up. And we put that on top of, you know, the hot dog with ketchup, um, mayo, mustard, mayo, mustard, nice. onions and um, coleslaw. Oh, coleslaw too. I Ooh. think that more than ruffles, it's it's similar to hickory sticks. Oh, oh true. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the equivalent. That's what I use yeah. when I make yeah. them here. That makes yeah. sense. That's beautiful. That mm. looks so good. Oh. And, and you can also put Parmesan cheese on top. All right. And in Caracas, you have like a bunch of sauces that you also yeah. put, eh? Mm. Yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> Daniel, you went into audio? Yeah, I started in like audio post-production. Then I moved into um, at Concordia. I studied electroacoustics music, so experimental electronic music that went into classical music. And I was working as a, you know, film composer for small short films for a bit. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of life happened and I thought maybe this is not right now what I need to do and shifted my ways into marketing, mm -hmm. which is what I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Working for um, as very awesome <laughs> like marketing agency out of ottawa beautiful yeah apple group if you want email marketing mm. <laughs> okay that's um another and facebook ads oh. those are the guys yeah wow so you're a social media expert um as not well social media so much no um i mean i'm doing social media now for our documentary <laughs> mm -hmm. which i by the way really like i like the vibe thank you really Thanks. like who took the pictures Oh, our dear friend Benoit Derry from Montreal oh. took those pictures. Okay. Really nice shots. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, and then you put notable work behind there. See? Very yeah. good. I like that. I thought about that with the podcast too. There's, you know, you do the shot of the guests 
And then you scroll over, you see maybe a shot while we talk. Mm -hmm. And then the third shot is something more about the person that is on. Really good. I love that. Good connection. Nice stuff. So did you both move to Thunder Bay at the same time? And then you met here again? Or how did that happen? And how did you both decide to say, okay, now it's time for this documentary? I think, well, Anapala moved first. 2019. 2019, yeah, July 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I moved in September of last year. Mm. So... Are you fresh? I'm pretty fresh. Not more, no, not anymore. But loving it a lot so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a good year in for snow this year. Oh. You love yeah. it? Um, This is my first time shoveling <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> in Montreal, I never had to. And okay. now I have a driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's a good, it's good exercise. It's right. humbling. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Very humbling. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta be careful with your back. Lift always with your, you know, with your. No, always lift with the lower back and herky jerky motions. What? That's herky, not what Andy Noga says. <laughs> That's a good way to injure your back. Mm. The, tell me about the artwork, head of the lake. Who's, who, did, who made this? Oh, that was made by my dearest friend uh, Isabel Felipe mm-hmm. tell me about the colors um it's funny because she asked us okay what's the vibe like what what made you try to go into it and uh we both said well what we really really love about Thunder Bay not only it's the whole nature that surrounds it but also it's a very sunny place mm-hmm. it's actually the sunniest city in Canada. It's true. In the sense that you don't have always that many clouds that are covering it, not all the time, and I mean, through mm-hmm. the year. So we told her kind of the colors that we were thinking of, and obviously the sleeping giant, it was a big piece. Yes. And um, she worked her magic and uh, came with that. And, uh, and I think it really represents um, the colors that Thunder Bay makes us feel both, right? Yeah. I think we, we also wanted something that would feel warm mm-hmm. yeah. and at the same time paying a bit of homage to the winter colors yeah, like the, yeah. the purple in there that that's mm. yeah, keeps yeah. it a little bit in the colder side as well. What about the font and the connection like head and lake together? <laughs> that was all um, Isabel's like mm-hmm. yeah. creative mind. I love design. I, yeah. I could talk forever about this. When we received this, we were completely amazed. Sold. So we were super yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, today we officially begin pre-production of this exciting project, the web doku series, Head of the Lake. And during the upcoming months, our team will start to chat with various members of the Thunder Bay community. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so this is all gives us a little bit of a hint of what you want to do, but what really do you want to do? Like, what is what is happening? Okay, so basically at the moment, as uh, as we mentioned there, it's uh, we're in early pre-production, so mm-hmm. we're doing still a lot of research, and that means uh, we are contacting as many people as we can mm-hmm. because we're basically looking for the stories. This is a documentary that is going to be told by the people from Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. It's character driven, meaning that it's the stories that are going to to build it, right? The stories of the people that are going to build it. Mm-hmm. So um, at the moment, we're basically looking for those stories that are 
strong, important, relevant mm-hmm. um, to start building those episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, we uh, already have um, on our Instagram page a link. If you click there, you can enter a form and very easily get in touch with us. And yeah. Or, know, or nominate someone too. Or nominate yeah. someone. Yeah, if you know someone and you feel like they would be awesome to share their, st- their story, we would love to chat with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of stories? Everyone is welcome. Um, but if you feel you have a story that could be told, that you've been waiting to tell it, mm-hmm. by all means, please contact us. We'll be more than happy. That's to beautiful. Here. And uh, yeah, so it's a it's a work that it's in process, right? Like it uh, it's all subject to change in the sense that once we have those stories, let's say in our hands, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, we'll like be also in communications with potential directors, with um, cinematographers, oh, and okay. and yeah. quite a bigger creative team that mm-hmm. it's going to help us build this up, right? Ah, exactly. um, and obviously involving people who are natives from Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. Because even though we're here and we love it and we are adapted and adapting still, yeah. um, we have to recognize that we're still a little bit from of outsiders yeah. that we're adapting into the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we wanna just work with the locals as much as possible, right? And, and That's amazing. And yeah. yeah. That's pretty much highlights the community then in a way, right? And members of the community. And that's something I think when right before Anna Paula and I ch- chatted about the documentary, I was already watching your podcast. Mm. And mm. I think through watching it, you really get a sense of the community yeah. of Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. So that got me excited yeah. already. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah, it's absolutely 100% highlighting the, the community. So it's all about that. Did Daniel text you, hey, I'm moving to Thunder Bay? Hey, I'm here? Or did Daniel show up? Hey, said, hey, let's go for tea? Well, I think the let's first time rum. I said it, <laughs> um, we were probably like a year from now, yeah. and we were having like a Zoom call yeah. um, okay. with our other friend, Luis. It's his birthday today, so. Happy birthday, Ooh, Luis. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Um, Ooh, cheers <laughs> to you. <laughs> so we were all chatting and all, and then at some point I said like, oh, there's a chance I will move to Thunder Bay. <laughs> okay. I actually discovered because I was going, I was going through some of our, of um, an account in Thunder Bay and I see Daniel liked the photo of it. Mm. I'm like, wait a second. This is a very deep, <laughs> like, this is an account that mostly people from Thunder Bay are the ones that know it. Mm. And I'm like, Daniel, oh. why do you like this photo? He's why are like, you in niche? Thunder why are Bay. niche Thunder Bay social media accounts? Mm, he's like, like, well, I actually have. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, what was it? Hashtag. It was. I, what was it? Oh. I think it was Westford Production. Uh, yeah, in Matt Popovich mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Matt uh, Gates. Yeah, Gates? those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You met? No, we have, I haven't met them. I haven't okay. met them either. Okay. I know their work; it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But no, we haven't met yet. Yeah. They do. They are awesome. The I also wanted to say, like, working together is not always easy, right? But what is what drives both of you to work together? What do you see in each other that works to create this project, which is huge? 
how come you picked each other to say this is i need you to produce this with me and you be a producer and i'm a producer like i'm the host <laughs> and i just only tell lucas to be the producer i wouldn't be the producer either <laughs> <laughs> well do you want to go ahead um i think when we have a very similar creative approach mm. and kind of the um well when we started talking about this documentary one of the things that kind of brought the conversation together was chatting about chef's table mm. oh, from netflix okay. and great show yeah right it's mm -hmm. it's daniel's favorite show next to the michael <laughs> <laughs> exactly and um i i think it was just you know something that is very transparent and that is i don't know what like a little bit i think poetic that would be like i think just being from south america like mm -hmm. the uh, like magical realism it's like a big mm. part of literature and filmmaking so that is something that i think we can try to bring into oh we absolutely can bring into magical find the magical realism within thunder bay mm -hmm. so yeah that's something that we're really looking forward to find out through the stories um i would say that i think it would have been very hard for me not to do this without daniel here mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, yeah no in the sense that he's See, anna is actually answering the question <laughs> daniel didn't <laughs> I think she, he did it in his way. She called me. Yeah, <laughs> so. he did it in his way. No, I think we, we do share a really um, similar creative ideas. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I know from before that we were talking that when he was working in Montreal, he had a bit of experience doing production, mm -hmm. like video production. And I said, okay, this is like a perfect way for both of us to immerse into the production section mm. even more right like yeah. because i also had some experience but i was not um fully producing something by my on my own right mm -hmm. similar for me and um yeah. and i thought okay this is a perfect i think thunder bay and and this project is perfect for us to kind of immerse into that world and learn as we go right mm -hmm. and it's better always to do it with someone than doing it on your own mm -hmm. so um it's more powerful yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so we are both like in in a personal way we're both taking what is best for us in this and like learning what we really want to learn like i am learning much more about uh funding and like budgeting and those type of things that i didn't know before and uh daniel is learning more about like everything that is in like, terms of production and yeah my kind of my my production background was especially in my previous job i was working doing marketing for i don't know if you've seen the magic bag the blue compress um i love that thing really i, I used to yeah did you buy it did i buy it mm. i have like three really <laughs> it's working one <laughs> in, one's in the freezer one's always ready to go in the microwave and one's just room temperature that's actually pretty smart yeah Thank you. yeah lucas is smart yes. yeah that's um that's the way it, it should be like not moving it from the fridge to the the microwave right away um and with them, I was in kind of like the room where we would put together the story, like the storyboard, 
me, like my boss, the art director, we would kind of just like put these stories together. And then I would do more of the coordination side, chatting with people, like trying to get um, people on board and scheduling and all of that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no, I, it was like really cool to, to be working on that. And similarly to one, and now I can kind of expand on that in something. I really love documentary work and in a way wouldn't have thought of doing it <laughs> like on my own. And yes. it was really awesome when Anna mentioned that, Hey, I kind of would like to do this. And I thought, mm -hmm. yeah, 100%. What does uh, oh, documentary sorry. stand for? Like the, you doing a documentary, what does it stand for? Like, what do you feel when you say that word? I used to volunteer for um, for an organization in Montreal called Cinema Politica, mm -hmm. and they came out with this uh, book that it's called Screening Truth Through Power, and uh, I think that's a really good way of describing documentary, mm. right? Truth through power. Yeah. Okay. Daniel? So I think oh, for sorry. me, <laughs> Go ahead. okay, um, it will be vulnerability. I think that's yeah. like the magic of documentary is. Mm -hmm getting those moments and sometimes they might not be like um noticeably vulnerable mm. and then when you see them in the context of the film you can be like oh wow that's powerful do you now as a producer would you decide what makes it into the cut like well, if it's an episode if it's a season or no no okay is no, that no. is that is that a hard feeling or is that easy um well, it wouldn't be our job a hundred percent. Yeah, it's not our decision per se to do it. That's mm -hmm. uh, that's the director's okay um, kind Oof. of decision, mm -hmm. uh, because the director ultimately has the most uh, creative input in it. Uh, but um, it's, it's your project, though, right? It's not your project. It's like your you building this. Yeah, in a way, I think we when we start chatting with people, we'll, we'll start kind of making sense of how each episode will be yeah and then in a way we will have like a very good idea that yeah. we can present to a director and say hey this is our baby yeah. now you make it run and yeah and be a grown-up <laughs> so as producers what we do basically is bring all the team together mm -hmm. all of the different minds that are going to collaborate are so you're building be together. teams yeah we're building teams and obviously anything that comes around it like um how do we let me see how i can describe it you know how in the oscars when they give the best picture um award yeah the one who takes it are the production company because mm. the producers are the one that say okay uh let's look for the story let's look for the screenwriters that are going to make it let's look for the director the cinematographer the sound designer mm -hmm. and they bring them all together and they kind of make it work within the team there is creative input for sure but ultimately, yeah. um, they're just team building, till team building, mm -hmm. and making sure it works within, right? Mm. Um, I mean, there are all sorts of producers, right? But right. look at Lucas; he's he's a producer, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, you can be a, a a production coordinator, which is basically logistics, right? You can be yeah. a line producer, which is more like okay, getting the contracts done and mm -hmm. those type of things. Oh. Um, you can be an executive producer, which is you're looking for the money, mm -hmm. right? Um, but uh, that, I mean, these being a relatively 
small production mm -hmm. as a producers that's what we're looking like looking for the team looking for the stories and making a rough skeleton of yeah. it mm -hmm. and then in along with the director we're gonna like build the story creatively and give them full creative uh green light okay yeah to say that and yeah do you have a concept like 10 minute episode or like how does that work we're you... still thinking about that okay it's not gonna be like television type 30 minute per episode mm -hmm. it's definitely going to be smaller but it will all depend on the type of stories we get yeah yeah like yeah. space force right those episodes are shorter did yeah. you watch the second space... season yet i haven't no okay i haven't either it's pretty hilarious Wh what is space force sorry space... yeah look it up so uh remember that time <laughs> trump uh started to bring politics into but trump was just like we're gonna create a space force and they did uh, and then uh yeah but it's with steve Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Oh yeah, it's I pretty feel much like, like The this. Office, but just like with space. space. Is the same? Is the same showrunner from The Office? Oh, mm. okay. It's actually really good. I like the doctor. It's hilarious. The, yeah. doctor. the doctor, yeah, yeah he's John super Malkovich. funny. He's so good. He's he's great in it. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. And I love John Ralphio. Sorry, I I don't know what his name in space for, but he's John Ralphio in Parks <laughs> and Recreation, and he's mm. great too. And this was actually a YouTuber, right? The the person on the fire furthest right with the glasses. On the right, he started on YouTube. Yeah. He started on YouTube. I he thought he was a stand-up comedian. No. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen. I thought uh, he was. I've YouTuber. seen this stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, he made this. He made this thing where he pro propelled himself with a rocket launcher. Yeah. So. Huh. I will not do that. <laughs> very like edited, right? Just right. Like CGI. Yeah. That's what they call it. I don't think we'll do a lot of CGI in <laughs> yeah, our documentary. Yeah, I doubt that we're going to have any uh, yeah. special effects. We never know. Yeah. But this is like, this show makes me laugh when I run. That's how, like, actually laugh out loud. That's okay. it's good. It's good. Some, it has moments. The, and then, however, like, it's shorter episodes. It's like 20, 30 minutes, which is unusual. Usually, like, Stan is like 45 or whatever. But I feel like, you know, anything goes with your documentary. That's where I wanted to bring it to the time. And I feel like it's so fascinating to see where you take it from there yeah yeah we have a rough idea of what the episodes will be about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um one being arts that encompassing music um like fine arts slash painting um and theater, theater yeah it's huge in this town yeah yes yeah both actually yeah. but ex especially play too there's so yes. many yes. it's crazy and then also singing too musicals With, yeah kind of yeah mm -hmm. Um, I never knew about that, but there's lots. They bought houses too, like Cambridge, Cambridge players. Yeah, look that up on show that on the feed, please, Lucas. Hmm. It's just like they, you know, they bought the house all together or whoever did, but they just bought a house and that they turned it into a theater. Cambrian player. That's amazing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, know that existed. No, yeah. it's unbelievable. That's fantastic. Yeah, one of my training partners works with them. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know a guy who Matt Gertz, he does he does a production where he he's he helps out in recording, switching. Mm -hmm. I used to ask him a lot of things where like how do I set this up and how do we how do you do it? Mm -hmm. What do you do there? It's just fascinating, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, for sure. But yeah, as Daniel was mentioning, so we have a rough idea of each episode. So far we have about five episodes. Five. Oh, are you lined up? 
I mean, that's what we're thinking Ooh. of so far. Season five. one, five episodes. Yes, exactly. exactly. Wow, you're telling um, us all and everything too. <laughs> But it's just for people to like get a glimpse and like get excited, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you so, gonna do seasons? Well, we don't know. It depends on where it takes us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is Netflix gonna buy it? I guess that's what's gonna happen. That's what we hope. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah, that yeah. would be. Can the you hope. imagine? Can you? Be, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> that would be yeah. extremely amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll make it. We'll we'll try to make it as beautiful and heartfelt as possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Very yeah. intimate. Very Another Sundance winner. Oh. Another Sundance winner. Yeah. Okay. Or at least hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot dogs. Those Tell you what, if you make it into the hot dogs, we'll go and we'll have hot dogs at hot dogs. That sounds like a plan. I will, yeah. Mm. Uh, we'll take that. We'll do a Venezuelan style. None of this North American. <laughs> Lucas will move, will do that. Ketchup and mustard. And That's mayonnaise. Over it. That should be our wrap party for the series. Oh, there you go. Like having yeah. hot dogs party. Yeah. A hot dog party. Lucas will cater that out for you. Perfect. <laughs> um, Lucas, you, you're vegan, right? Uh, I try to be. What is the best, like, sausage, vegan sausage for a hot dog? For a hot dog? Yeah. White Life. White Life is, like, mm -hmm. my go-to for just a standard hot dog. Right. Uh, the Gusta sausages are great for just, like, they are. the when, when you want, like, a sausage in a bun. Nice. Like nice. pogo yeah. sticks. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> like a nice bratwurst. Oh, bratwurst. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. I love your pronunciation of that. that Thank you. When I went to Berlin and I had bratwurst, my mind exploded. Did right. you have it with curry sauce? Yeah. You did? Yeah, so yeah. good. Nice curry nice. burst. <laughs> did you buy those microwave packages? They come with a wooden fork and you just put, punch some holes in and then you put it in the microwave and you nuke your sausage. And then it's ready in a minute and a half and you have fresh curry sausage anytime every day <laughs> sounds like no. you're a little nostalgic <laughs> those were the days of the curry sausage yeah 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 it's so funny i told the story before but my dad he went to mcdonald's somewhere in bc we went on a road trip visited canada before we moved here and he he bought some nuggets for like my mother and she likes curry sauce okay so, but he didn't get it, even though he ordered it. So he went back inside and said, where's my curry sausage? And then they said, we don't sell those at all. <laughs> he, he kept insisting that they do have curry sausage. And then eventually he found out that that's what happened. It's mm -hmm. funny, right? Language? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. yeah language is a... Gets lost in translation sometimes. All the time. How's that for you, speaking so many languages? And going back and forth i feel like you have a, a great excuse if you are like at a work meeting and all of a sudden the word just escapes you mm -hmm. you can just say sorry i don't remember the word and if people know you they know and you speak other languages then it's like yeah, fine. If, yeah. if both of you are in one room and you're working on this beautiful project of yours do you speak english or do you speak a different language spanish if it's only the two of us is only in spanish yeah, yeah. okay I mean, I think we use some terminology at this point in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we take notes in English because... Right. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but we ended up taking notes in English. I 100% always take yeah. Note, yeah. notes in English. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels like work if I'm writing notes in English. If I'm writing in Spanish, it could be like a text yeah. to my mom. Yeah, if, yeah, oh. exactly. That's true. At this point, our work life has been in Canada in yeah. English or French. So, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Wow. 
was it hard to say this is gonna this is the time frame this is how many we do for the first season was that hard to agree on hmm. i don't know i i, I think we the at this point, I think we're doing slight tweaks to it. Yes. Because uh -huh. we had an initial idea and now we're thinking, okay, mm -hmm. like we have these buckets of, of categories where we wanted to yeah. make episodes out of. Yeah. Um, however, there are people who can, can, can fit in two at the same time. Yeah, so exactly. how can we arrange that in a way mm -hmm. that is like rich, right? Like that yeah. it really tells the better story. So, yeah. so tell me how, what do you vision, 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 what do you, what do you see a person doing in those episodes? Like what kind of story? Like, what would it be like an example? So the way that I see it, right, that I envision it, and then again, this is all subject to change, right? But the way that I envision it is like, Basically, knowing this person's story, right? Like life story. Let's say yes and no, but um, let's say it's someone in the um, in the culinary industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, let's not say the culinary industry because then I I will just be talking about like how it looks on the chef table, and it's not <laughs> ADI. It's much broader than that. But let's say it's some uh, an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. right? An entrepreneur that could be uh, anywhere from the from the culinary industry to I don't know body products or anything, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, I want to know, and I'm thinking of the audience point of view. I want to know um, how they got there, why they chose that, yeah, what were the struggles to get there? Mm -hmm. Were there any struggles, or was it easy? Yeah. No, it must be struggles. Right? Everybody always says it's easy, and that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Putting it in the context of, of Thunder Bay, then like, how did the space influence, influence the story? Influence the, the story. community. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Influences the story. Like, so that's a big why part of it. Why here? Why not somewhere else? Right. You know yeah. how we have like I, I found amazing how many people. Um, who leave Thunder Bay, let's say for studies or whatever, mm -hmm. they want to come back. That's true. They want to come back badly, and they come here and they bring the best from outside, and they and and they create something new, and they <sighs> make this city um, more appealing. They fill it with with um, new ideas. So it's true. So that's also what we want to show i think that ultimately it's not only about the stories but also about how to feel proud about thunder bay mm -hmm. right yeah. yeah to feel proud that you're here that you're from here or that you're coming here mm -hmm. and right part of it. um because exactly yeah and the whole idea at first the whole idea of doing this it came to my mind because when i was moving to thunder bay mm -hmm. i couldn't find too much information like on about YouTube? the lifestyle here yeah. right oh, okay. about how i yeah, felt besides, <laughs> yeah exactly but besides like oh it's in northern, in, ontario. In northern ontario and it's uh, surrounded by nature and this this and that and like okay but i want to know a bit more like how do people there interact with each other mm -hmm. how do they um create something new how because it's so unique in like thunder bay it's so unique compared yeah. to even other northern Ontario or northern Canadian cities, right? Mm, how they, come? 
I think it has to stand on its own. Okay. It has to stand out because it's so isolated, right? Mm -hmm. Where the closest city is, eight not hours. even Winnipeg, it's Minneapolis, right? Yeah. It's eight hours in every direction. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So how, <laughs> how do you find seven. meaning? Yeah. How do you find meaning within this mm -hmm. space? It's true. As a person. Yeah. So I think that's what we're trying to, mm. to discover in a way, right? Like yeah. how immigrants decide to come here. That's true too. From I mean, anywhere. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. um that's big. Yeah, because we are we feel pretty much Canadian, both of us at this point. We've been here for I think we both arrived in the same year. Yeah, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven, so mm -hmm. ten years, over ten years. And uh what day do you remember? April ninth. There you go. Um August. I mean I did a landing first, but mm -hmm. when I moved here was August thirtieth or thirty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. June the fifteenth. Nice. Yeah. It's unforgettable, 6th. right? It is. Cool. Yeah, yeah we'll August sixth, eighty-eight. Mm. That's your birthday. birthday. That, that is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Lucas arrived. Yeah, like I think Thunder, like you're hitting the nail on the head. Like we are so isolated, but I've always felt that Thunder Bay is like the Portland equivalent of Canada. Like we're just very eclectic. We're very in our culture. We're different from anywhere else in the country. Yes, absolutely, absolutely different. And I haven't been. This is the the farthest west I've been in in Canada, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've um, been to Winnipeg. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's just so. I mean, I had the chance to go to different northern Ontario communities, and um, in actually in the past months since uh, June, I've been to Susan Mary. I've been to Perry Sound, and uh, there's just something special here mm. there's you something special i feel it i mm. feel it and it was hard for me to feel it at the beginning for sure because the whole readapting to somewhere new right. but but i mean i've been doing that for many years in my life yeah. but but now that i feel more connected here mm -hmm. i just want to see more mm -hmm. right i want to rediscover with the people and not only what i see in my surroundings so yeah, yeah. I love that. That's very meaningful. Because you really identify yourself with the community at the same time then. Yeah. yeah it's so artistic that mm -hmm. like, in a way it was so nice to enter in that space. And like, I had been thinking of trying out like pottery lessons mm -hmm. in Montreal and I would just never do it. Then I moved here and I was like, hey, I'll try it out. And hanging out with a bunch of people who are doing the same thing and you know, um, Noelle from Stone Circle Pottery. Oh. Lovely. Look her up. Shout out to Noelle. Put her on the screen. Or him. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, who am I looking for? Stone Circle Pottery. Oh, hey, you're Noelle Keg. There you go. Um, yeah, like she like calls everyone who's in class like potters and really kind of makes us feel like, hey, mm. we're here doing this art form. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone That's in cool. the class would also have other creative like skills like oh I do painting I do music mm -hmm. so it was such a cool like everyone has multiple like <laughs> pieces of art that they um, things of art they like did we talk about this I don't remember if it was I don't us. remember like we we talked about how in Thunder Bay everybody says I'm do I'm an artist and how in the big city the person would say well I I work a lot in this job at the bank and then maybe I'm an artist too, but I really hide it. Did we talk about this? Yes. Was that us? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you I think I heard, yeah one of the episodes you had. You chatted no. with um oof, I think it was I forgot his name but I, he does tweets. Oh. <laughs> he plays Jamie guitar. Smith. Yeah. Jamie Smith. Lucas. Yeah. He's no Jamie. Yeah. Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Smith. Jamie yeah. Smith. Yeah. There you go. And he said that you know in Thunder Bay you would like meet someone and hang out with them for a year and you know like hey he works in marketing and then you find out. Oh, like a year later, yeah. well, this person, you know, does pottery or paints, so, mm. you know, so I thought that was pretty interesting. A lot of people here, I think, do have a creative outlet. Yeah. And that's you pretty special. To. It's, like, it's almost like you have to have it. Because it's, you know, what else are you going to do when it's winter? Except snowshoeing yeah. and skiing and shoveling <laughs> snow. You jump Shoveling's in the snow. lake, Michael, you jump in the lake. <laughs> Ice bath. Yeah. I also... I lost my train of thoughts, but mm -hmm. um, I also think that the life, the, the lifestyle here, allows you to explore more mm -hmm. within your art. I like that. Sure. I think good. that the fact that you don't spend too much time commuting, for example, mm -hmm. allows you to um, do those type of work, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, and not only that, it's just that in general life in a in a big city is very hectic mm -hmm. regardless of the job that you do life in a big city is very hectic and um yeah you never see the same person again yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. and here you feel like you know everybody almost i like running to people i know like mm -hmm. often and, and i feel like I, that wouldn't happen as often in montreal yeah no for sure that's a it's, good feeling yeah. it's a big yeah. city with a small town feel yes exactly yeah I like the um, the the headline, not the headline, the tagline that I think is the CDC that has it that says "Big City, no, Small City, Big Opportunities." Mm, yeah, they're trying. They are doing actually very yeah. very good promotions. They do those videos, right? They do. They they are actively engaging people to see the value in Thunder Bay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in those videos they produce, very high, very high production. Just like I'm picturing what you are gonna do. No pressure though. But I think. <laughs> okay, now when, we have to do something good because Michael is looking at us. Exactly. <laughs> no, I feel like you know when I talk about the way <clears throat> you describe, I feel like I can see the shots. I can see people. I can see faces, wrinkles in this like. You know, I can, I, the story, like, and yeah. it's like something so easy as like, there was a school that burned down years ago and Leah, Leah Morningstar, we had her on too on, uh, on this podcast. She shared a memory where her, the, the school burned down and the next day they went, mm -hmm. walked there, the father of them. And they took a picture of just the, the bricks were left standing. Mm. And right. you know, you cannot find that anywhere, but people took pictures of it and then they shared on social media. And then it's just, that's a story. Mm. It, yeah. A picture becomes a story. Yeah. What's, what's the most powerful story you've heard? Oof. Oh man. I'm going to need more rum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or what is a memory, a, a story that stands out and you recollect now that moved you or made you made you adjust life and realize maybe this was really important for me to know and it may have it changed you 
Okay, I think I have one. Um, Go ahead. I'll keep um, thinking. Yeah, I went to see the Angel Falls in um, I think twenty twenty twelve. Look that up, Lucas. And more than actually seeing the falls themselves, like when like as you're going through the forest and into like the space where that would be, mm -hmm. um, you can see it from afar. It it feels so absolutely like perfect. <laughs> like like mm -hmm. oh like why am I here? Right? Like this it works on its own. And that it, it was just extremely powerful to see. And where were you? Like is this this is is it? Yeah, you you well it depends. If you pay a lot of money you can like go on helicopter to the top. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. But um we walk um kind of towards the left side of the fall and we saw it from afar gee is it, there like a hiking trail to the top yeah i don't know i'm sure there is up. i don't think so you have hiking trails to other tipuis on the side mm. the tipuis are like um mountains but with a flat top like a plateau where's the water yeah, like even coming from is it a river mm. or is it a well it's from the gods Oh my god! This, this, is, this is embarrassing. This is very embarrassing for us because that's like Lucas, our you mind proudest that up? park <laughs> in Venezuela. I'm just gonna get that vent. Lucas, you can talk. Where does water come from? Um, okay, it flows from the Churun River. There you go. Mm -hmm. We knew that. Yeah, you just needed a little like nudge. We were <laughs> testing you, Lucas. Thank you. On your Venezuelan <laughs> geography. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of the countries I have on my bucket list. Venezuela? Venezuela. Yeah, it's beautiful. So Let us know. We'll go with you. So yeah. it is, uh, is this, it's a river? Yes. Okay. Yeah, a river. Oh, yeah. I and that. this is the tallest um, fall in the world. How tall? Ooh. <laughs> Fairly tall. Because Quite tall, what is the tallest? Yeah, yeah, way bigger than Niagara. Really? Niagara is the widest fault. Yeah. Right? There you go. It's almost That's a almost kilometer th tall. Almost a thousand meters. Mm -hmm. At the end, the water is just wow. like vapor. Vapor. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, elevation, 1,283 meters. Height, 979 meters. Number uh, of drops, two. And if you've ever seen the movie Up, Mm -hmm. I love that movie. It's uh, the place where the the couple wants to go that they ended up going. It's that. No way. Yeah. Yes. It's it's um inspired by that place. And oh, I yeah. think there's a movie breaking something um, with um, El Procer, with with um, a guy called Edgar Ramirez. Edgar Ramirez actor um, breaking breaking. It's not Breaking Bad. It's not Breaking Bad. It's not Breaking Bad. No. <laughs> Edgar Ramirez. Yeah. Um, breaking. Gorgeous man. Point Break. Point break, yeah. The new point break with him. Surfer. I think they're like jumping off of the yeah, falls. Yeah, they jump off the of the falls. Oh yeah, with wingsuits. Wingsuits. <laughs> yeah. Those squirrel like mm. suits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the there you suits, go. The yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, now I know what I'm doing when I go to Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably illegal. Get a GoPro and. Sh shoot it for us mm. yeah we'll do <laughs> wow okay that's that's a very surreal experience yeah what did you feel then you felt like it's uh, why am i here but what did, what what happened inside you 
I don't know. It was very peaceful. Okay. I think that was, it, it, it was extremely peaceful and just kind of mind boggling how beautiful it is. Like it's way more beautiful than going to any city. Mm-hmm. And that, that's like, sure. you know, big, like this is just done by nature. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And we have to appreciate it. That kind of feeling of, I need to appreciate this more. Um, uh, almost like something is like bigger than you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So what do you feel when you go see Kekebeka Falls? I had such a good time at Kekebeka Falls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's yeah. beautiful. Did you take the trail to Little Falls? Yeah, I did. Nice. Um, when I was deciding on the photo for our um, head of the lake, like profiles, mm-hmm. I almost put a photo um, with the little fall, mm-hmm. but I looked too much like a happy kid next to the fall. <laughs> and I thought maybe this is not the right, like, mm-hmm. tone. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Ask Lucas about jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu, oh. then we get that on the bingo list. Jiu-jitsu. Do you practice any um, martial arts? Uh, yeah, I practice jiu-jitsu. <laughs> or as Check I like, that off. Or as I like to call it, cuddling with grown people in my pajamas. Do you work out? I do jujitsu. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Nice. No, he and hasn't mentioned this one yet. Wow. And what, how is what judo? about judo? Yeah. I don't do judo. Okay. okay. The Rock does though, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe he does. <laughs> yeah. I believe he does. Wow. Wondering if Cameron Haynes does it too. Mm, yeah, I'm hundred percent sure he does. <laughs> um, the <And> Rock Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Almost. Lucas, what about your photography? Oh, I quit. Oh, I'm looking for a lens, by the way. If you have any recommendations on lenses. I do love, I, I must say, like, I do love your photography oh, and your you. Instagram page. I, I think that when I look at that, I I kind of find some inspiration for a dog, to be honest. Perfect. It's very intimate and very personal, so I think it's Thank really you. beautiful. Yeah, it has an angle. Yes. Bingo! <laughs> bingo! 57 minutes and 30 seconds, we it's got a bingo! <laughs> that works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now to review the bets. Michael had 16 minutes. Anna had 25 minutes. Yes! Daniel, I think he, we can assume he's the winner, had half an hour. Now I had 27 minutes. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Morley, for all the fun we had. <laughs> all right, so what's the timeline? When are you, I, 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 before we're going to dive into the, that, I, Anna, do you want to share a story? Actually, I did find, he, I, I did think about something and more than a story, I would say it's a personal experience also. And it's, I've always was very, very excited to leave Venezuela. Okay. And, uh. I first went on exchange, then I went back to Venezuela, and then I was like, no, I want to leave again. So we came to Canada. And uh, I would always go back every year for Mm -hmm. the holidays. But I felt very connected to Canada. Mm -hmm. But I think that the thing that made me understand, okay, no, I am here. I don't have to go back, is the moment that my grandmother moved to Canada when she was 83. Wow. She moved, 83 or 84, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She moved to Canada. And the way that she did it was like, very, she was all alone. Like all of our family had moved. I had lived with my grandmother all my life. Wow. And um, eventually she found herself all alone in Venezuela. And she said, I'm gonna go there. She came for Mother's Day and she said, I'm not going back. 
and we we're like okay you're staying here and i was so happy she was in montreal she lived with us for a while um and um and that moment i said okay this is this is what it is right mm-hmm. the place is not about where where you feel at home it's not about the place but the people it's very very true so i i found that to be a very enlightening moment but the most enlight like even further that so i moved to thunder bay and she was she was in in montreal mm-hmm. with my mother and my brother and my aunt and uh, she was quite old she was almost 90 years old she had been recently diagnosed with dementia mm. on her 89th birthday i found out i was pregnant mm. and uh in january she passed away in january 2020 she passed away i'm sorry um that's okay and the thing is that uh when i went back to montreal immediately when i found out i went back to montreal she didn't really uh understood that i was pregnant that she was going to be a great grandmother right but it doesn't matter when i went back to montreal and i my mother had a copy of the 100 years of solitude book by gabriel garcia marquez mm, lucas looked it up Yeah, he is the um, the biggest one, probably the biggest uh, writer in South America. Fantastic yeah. and really a big source of inspiration. But in that book, he mentioned something in the couple in the first couple of pages. There's a, a line that said, and I was just reading it because I needed something to read while I was there. And one of the phrases that really stuck up with me was, "You." are not from anywhere unless you have a death under the soil mm. or something like that i i'm doing a rough translation from spanish sure you want to say it in spanish uno no es de ningún lado hasta que no tiene un muerto bajo la tierra mm. yeah they translated well but i think in, in english is another <laughs> another translation i'm pretty sure but anyway the thing is that you're not from anywhere unless unless you have a death under the soil and Our grandmother was the first person in her family to pass away in Canada. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was really, you know, it was like a, a complete understanding of like, this is where we are. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for us to go back to bring her remains to Venezuela. Okay. Um, this is our home. Everyone is here. All of our family is here. She died with all of her family here. And it was very like me being outside of Montreal, whereas most of my family is. And being here um, with my husband and a soon-to-be mother and all of that, it was very like enlightening. It was like, okay, Canada is our place. Mm-hmm. Thunder Bay is my place at the moment. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's also surprising to the fact that how much family is just like at the core of everything, right? Like my grandmother was 80 something and she said i don't care i don't need to be in venezuela it's a big I have move. to be where my it's family a huge is move. Yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah they say old old trees you usually don't move because of the roots true mm. yeah that's that's like that's I, i'm amazed that she did that yeah mm-hmm. no us too but she needed that well, we needed i needed it she was amazing yeah so thanks for sharing that That's a really good, both stories are very good. I like that. Really, really good. Let's, let's talk one more time. When, timeline, when are we gonna, when is, right now we know you're gonna do the, the setup. People can connect with you over Instagram, send you recommendations. 
what do you what do you envision and of course it can change but what timeline what are we doing you want to go ahead yeah um i think ideally we're looking at having a production in sen in the sense of being recording footage um in the summer late summer beginning of the fall yeah that is the goal right now this so, year this year this year okay. um you know there is we have chatted about do we will will we need to record in the winter um or archival footage so that's another story mm -hmm. <laughs> um bonus but, episode number six right exactly the winter, special. <laughs> the winter special yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it never ends maybe one episode all about winter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's huge here so. mm -hmm. it inspires other people too for sure some sure. people don't want to get out and then you know you show other people go out and the possibilities you can do here yeah. it's so beautiful mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i grew up around mountains in caracas so coming here and seeing mount mckay seeing sleeping giant it it feels super homey because mm. i feel like oh i get to just see the mountain i know where i am yeah because i can find where the mountains are yeah and that feeling of i don't know being like in the place and knowing where yeah. the directions are it's, it's, it's pretty awesome mm. same with the lake yeah yeah mm -hmm. I, I i come from maracaibo which is right next to i think it's the biggest lake i, I see i say the biggest everything in venezuela but the biggest <laughs> lake in south america yeah and lake maracaibo mm -hmm. and you find yourself through the lake like where the lake is here uh, so. okay yeah. yeah that's on the map right that's yeah exactly. or even when you don't know like now we have google maps but before oh. that is like where i am oh i'm in this avenue because the lake is on the side mm. right oh okay so. i see what you mean mm -hmm. there it is there you go nice mm. it has 996 google reviews <laughs> <laughs> how many stars would you give the 10 times we recommend <laughs> 10 times we recommend came for the lake stayed for the hot dogs <laughs> a lot of oil mm. what about lake superior what how many reviews has lake superior <laughs> well lake superior is the biggest freshwater lake in the world is it yep. supposedly isn't it the one in russia nope that's the deepest we oh. have the biggest by surface area okay 4.7 Ooh, 2000 reviews twice as many reviews mm. interesting a big way, deal i heard that there is a cruise that's gonna start coming to town right? yeah in it's may. gonna come to town it's yeah. in may already in may it's really oh, yeah wow. and it's it a luxury cruise right. apparently from yeah. where like going to the states i guess well it's they're going, coming here they're coming here but they're going all over the the great lakes yeah oh, they're wow. passing all over yeah so yeah. what yeah. happens is the people come here they come off the boat they go all to the airport they fly away and mm -hmm. then new people go onto the boat huh. yeah it's crazy i used to have a job like that i worked for an instrumentation company and we had a contract with transport canada and the ministry of environment so i would get on a cargo ship here in thunder bay and then i would sail all the way down to chicago mm. and then i'd sail all the way to detroit mm. wow oh montreal mm. and then i'd get off in halifax spend a couple of days and do it all over again and then get off in thunder bay so nice that must have been awesome it was yeah. great because i didn't have to do shit. <laughs> even so, better where did you just hanging out <laughs> well i was babysitting my equipment oh okay, okay. so i was just That's getting cool. data points and enjoying the cruise as my boss would say cool that's amazing so right now people can drop 
of recommendations on social media that's specifically on instagram are we on facebook too not at the moment not at the moment okay yeah. so instagram head of the lake dot doc and then connect there with you and then we go from there exactly you're exactly. gonna you're gonna update us on what's happening so the social media feed and we're gonna follow you along absolutely absolutely yeah okay anytime you guys want to come back we do it again right we'll bring another mid, bottle mid-season yes. uh, we'll mid-season update next time we bring a diplomatico yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh nice right. Thank you. <laughs> i got one more question oh yes yeah okay so we're setting the scene you're back in montreal you, you just finished like a night on the town what are you ordering from la belle provence poutine yeah no well if poutine i would say and steamies a couple of steamies a couple of steamies yeah, yeah. there you go Perfect. Going back to hot dogs, full circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Full circle the Michael. Exactly. Good. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much, Anna and Daniel, for being on tonight. Absolutely love what you're doing. I'm very, very excited. I think this is huge, and I'm excited that you are bringing this vision to Thunder Bay and capturing moments, stories of life that are powerful and sharing them with the community. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Michael. you so much for having us. Lucas, yes, awesome. up to you. So thank you so much for watching. Please hit that bell notification up in the top corner. Hit that subscribe yeah. button. And uh, be sure to follow all the social medias that will be down in the description below. Keep a heads up for when Head of the Lake documentary drops. We'll be talking about that on the show. And yeah, have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. Ciao. Mm, I like that. Ciao. Ha, 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 ha.